This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. What's up, Chicago? I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Now I get to talk to some pretty talented, accomplished people on this show. But no matter what, some people will no doubt have me starstruck, including back in August when I got on a Zoom call with DJ Spinderella, as in former DJ with salt and Peppa, rapper, music producer. Oh, you've got a legend icon. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that DJ Spinderella. I'll talk to her and world-renowned Chicago-based singer and musician, Isaiah Sharkey. As a part of our celebration of hip-hop's 50th anniversary, we're returning to this conversation, which originally happened ahead of an event that WBEZ put on with the National Public Housing Museum. Isaiah spent his early years in Cabrini-Green in Chicago, and DJ Spin grew up in the Pink Houses Project in East New York. So it's fitting that she's the curator for the music room at the museum. It's opening next year, and it has Isaiah and DJ Spinderella thinking about how they want to tell the story of public housing. For Isaiah, that means setting the record straight about what it was like growing up in Cabrini-Green. At that time in the 90s, there was a lot of, you know, crime happening. There was a lot of uh, things going on in the community on the negative side. But I think people should know that there's a ton of talent and, and gifts coming out of that area of Chicago. And uh, I also met a whole bunch of musicians and singers and painters and, uh, I mean, photographers, you know, um, that came out of out of Cabrini-Green that were very talented and ended up being very successful as well. So I think um, the environment, uh, it had an effect on us in a, in a way that it pushed us to be able to, you know, to achieve our goals. Yeah. DJ Spin, can you relate to that? Uh, yeah, of course. Growing up in the projects kind of formed my whole life scope of things. Mm. So um, although it wasn't easy, um, you know, I guess it was a lot of determination to succeed. Um, and music was my vehicle. Thankfully, there was a vehicle, mm. um, you know, for me. And I, you know, I adapted to living in the projects and, and, you know, the struggle of it, but I also connected with the foundation of it and use that to this day um, as like my foundation. Like it, mm. it, it kept me humble. Um, it keeps me humble. It keeps me connected um, and grounded. And, fam- you know, my family was really about family, even in the midst of all of that. I had, I had my dad and my mom raise me. Mm. So in some cases, that's not the usual case, you know, but um, for me, it was. So I I kind of adopted a lot of what I've learned from those earlier years and use that to this day. Yeah. Um, Is is there something different about the music or musicians um, or artists in general that, you know, that you've noticed or that you could speak to that would come out of this type of community or having that type of experience? 
I, you know, I don't know. I, I can't really say for other artists because there's some great artists coming from all that. Yeah, for I sure. Know, doesn't make us better that we came from the projects. <laughs> no, it doesn't make us worse that we came from the projects. But I think it does have a lot to do with, um, I don't even know what the word is, probably foundation. Mm. You know, there's a sense of, of a vibe mm. when it's that homegrown struggle. Mm. You know, like when you ain't got water, you know what I'm saying? And you have to go down, walk seven flights upstairs, you know, when the elevators don't work or yeah. there's something about struggle and learning from that and, and living from that and writing about that. Mm. How about you, Isaiah? How would you talk about that? Uh, I would, I would, I would definitely agree with her. Um, it gives you a level of appreciation, you know, um, from where you come from and always, you know, not losing sight of, um, you know, like you said, the foundation. I like her. I grew up with both parents, and uh, you know, I'm the youngest of six, and so me too. Really, Ooh. really, okay. <laughs> but I'm the fifth. I, I, you know, I can't forget my little sister. But yeah, I was almost the youngest. <laughs> <laughs> you were the youngest at one point. <laughs> yeah. But like you know, just like having both parents and and uh, seeing them work hard. My, my father kept us out of prison, kept us out of jail, kept us off the streets. My mother also poured into us and nurtured us. And in the midst of all of what was happening on in, in our environment. And so, um, you know, I think that it, it, it like, like she said, it doesn't make us better than other artists or less than other artists, but I do think it gives us more of a story to tell when we're writing music. Mm. And, and also being able to connect with uh, people that are probably still in those same environments. DJ Spin, hip-hop began as an art form, as a voice of the streets, a voice of the youth. I've heard you say these exact words before when you describe the origins of hip hop and kind of coming up. Um, a lot of MCs, dancers, DJs grew up in public housing, right? They grew up um, in in these types of kind of communities, these types of situations um, without a lot of financial capital. But now it seems like as you mentioned before, a lot of different people who are talented can get into the art form, no matter you know what what their background is. I wonder what it's been like for you to see that transition happen with the art form. Um, you know, it's surreal in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I often reflect. I often reflect on just memories of when I started and just why I've been chosen to be in the seat that I'm in and um, grateful, of course. Um, But to see the growth, to see the branches of this tree um, continue to grow outwardly, um, Mm. you know, the good, the bad and the ugly, seen it all. (laughs) It's what life is. You know, if you think about it, hip hop is growing with the curveballs, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's also beneficial mm-hmm. to, to our life itself and and, and our f- families. And, you know, it's feeding us. It's been feeding us. So celebrating this 50 years is not just, it's, people are just buying into it like it's just whatever. Mm. But for me, 
it literally is everything. And um, I just don't know where I would would have been if it wasn't for this whole, you know, the, the culture of hip hop itself. So um, it's good to see where it's come. I, I do believe we have a lot of work to do, though. Mm. Um, tell me, I, I have so many follow up questions from what you said. That was just so rich. Um, I, I heard you say, I mean, you're, you're kind of juxtaposing hip hop on on life itself, um, you know, which is really extremely powerful. Um, I heard you say that um, the, that the art form feeds us. Um, I, I would love to hear more about that. What does that mean for you? Well, hip hop is everything. Like it's a mood. Yeah. It's a culture, of course. I don't know what's, what comes first, uh, <laughs> you know, with it. <laughs> but it's like my life. So I guess the best thing to do is to pose this question to you. Imagine life without it. I can't. I mean, <laughs> you know, imme- like immediately when you say that, I'm like, I can't. <laughs> we did have soul music. We did have, you know, R&B. We did have, you know, our ancestors' tribal music. You know, this was, I, I think this is all a form, you know, and it's an extension of all of that. Mm-hmm. But this was the kid's voice. This was the voice of the youth. Yeah. And I mean, how magical, you know, to know that if you wasn't going to listen, if the adults wasn't going to listen, we going to listen to each other. Yes. And not only that, who would have thought 50 years later that this would feed all of us? When you heard that there was going to be a museum devoted to the experience and, and all the structural elements of public housing. What was your reaction? Isaiah, why don't you start? I thought it was, I thought it was brilliant because um, it gives insight to, you know, how uh, certain artists and certain people that grew up in public housing, how, uh, what they experienced good and, you know, the, the, the good elements of, uh, public housing, not just because of the environment had you know, all of these other things. So a lot of negative light gets um, yeah gets shine on, on on public housing and all that stuff like that. But they never really talk about like you know the benefits of actually having uh, people to be in housing and um, uh, at affordable prices for people who may not yeah. have as much as others. You know what I mean? And and so uh, having these de- these homes developed poor people I thought was just brilliant. And so you get to kind of get an insight onto, you know, the the beautiful part of it, not just the the poverty side of it, you know, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Spin, you're going to be curating the music room, um, the music space um, in the museum as you're looking toward the museum opening, learning about different experiences of folks, things that may have how the things may have looked in Chicago and in other places with public housing. What have you discovered since you came on as a curator? Well, I mean, just learning that the, the artists um, that have come through, uh, people like Nas, you know, mm-hmm. his music. Um, he spoke a lot about his surroundings and his music. So, um but, you know, there's artists from all, you know, different projects across the country. And the one thing that I would love to see is a vibe, you know, in the room. 
Okay. And I feel like it's going to be a lot of storytelling mm. um, when it comes to the playlist. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the idea is to kind of unite the different areas, the Chicago with the Detroit, with the New York, with the, you know, whatever was going on on the West Coast, um, it, like to kind of unite it musically. Yeah. And Tell the me. major players, you know, Aretha Franklin and... And, and, and Prince. And Prince. Yes. And Prince. And, you know, so yeah. It's like, what was their life like? <laughs> yeah. You always think like, you know, th- these are success stories, but it just it just goes to show that you don't you can come from the worst case economically and make it to the top. DJ Spinderella is a DJ, rapper, and music producer, and she's a curator with the National Public Housing Museum. And Isaiah Sharkey is a Chicago-based singer and musician. And that's it for today. Thank you to Justin Bull and Sarah Stark for producing The Rundown, and to Ariel Van Clee for editing the show. Brendan Banizak is our executive producer. Our theme music is by Louis Weeks. The Rundown is produced by WBEZ Chicago and is a part of the NPR Network. And we love hearing from you. If you have ideas or thoughts for the show, email us. You can email therundownpod at wbez.org. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening.